Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour, brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Serendipity Studio Gallery and Gifts, Chasers Food and Spirits, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome one and all. Great to have you along as today we will be speaking to JAS Quintet saxophonist Joel Shotwell. Uh, they're going to be playing Saturday night in Flandreau at the Crystal Theater. Fun place to play. Joel stopped by the Dipsy Doodle production studio this week before it became the Dripsy Doodle studio. You see, this this warmer weather, you know, to get up a freezing that we all want, it's so bad. <laughs> if you hear water dripping in the background, it's snow melting coming through the window. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, able to move audio equipment out of the way, and it could also be called the Dripsy Studio due to my runny nose. Thank you so much, first cold of the year, said Mr. Sarcasm. I do need to update you on a concern of mine. A couple of weeks back, I woke up with basically the equivalent of that big smoke monster from the TV show Lost in my right eye. That's how bad the floaters were and so forth, dust bunnies and stuff like that. You know, very limited vision and couldn't focus in on things. So was hoping it would simply go away, as floaters typically do. So a few days later, I was able to get into the Sanford Optical Clinic because things weren't improving. And then a week after that, which would have been last Friday morning, the eye surgeon looked me straight in the eye. <laughs> You'll like that pun intended, huh? And said uh, there were four choices, two of which would have put me in the situation of maybe a 50% chance of going blind. So I went with what was behind door number four, which was the whole shebang. But uh, so here's the process. In order to prevent my left eye from possibly having the same issue, she lasered it and I got injections in both eyes and I got back or I go back, rather, February 14th, and if the left eye is doing well and the right eye has been clearing some, she will most likely laser that one. And while they do numb the area, there is still some pain involved with the laser. I made it through, didn't have to ask her to stop, but it's a different type of pain. <laughs> oh, my. Don't want to have to do it again, but I'm going to, because if all goes well, I should have a restored vision all right. In the meantime, though, I I can't drive or work. Typing, texting, reading, all quite difficult. I had to cancel trivia the past week, but hoping with the large screen TV and an iPad that I can put right in front of my eyes, I'll be able to make it through that this coming Monday. The heartbreaker, though, was having to bow out of being in this year's premier premieres. Tough to memorize lines, and with balance and depth perception being off as well, blocking directions would have been very trying. Not to mention the fact that the day that they open would be a day after my next most likely eye surgery. 
But since I can still talk, a little bit at least, we trudge on with this show, because at least I can talk. Joel Shotwell coming up in just a few minutes. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to be Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day and your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. Whatever you're drinking, whatever you're drinking it from, might very well be determined by where and when you're listening. My choice, my choice, of course, is a Jasper Newton, Jack Daniels, Diet Coke, Little Lime. For you, whether it's a cup of coffee, glass of milk, bottle of water, mug of beer, a cocktail, glass of wine, or a flute of champagne, lift it high and toast it to those that care. You know, those friends that uh, wonder how you're doing. Ask if you need anything. Can I give you a ride? Or they can sense that while you might be shrugging off a situation, but know there's more to it. So cheers to caring people. Speaking of cheers, if you were a fan of the old sitcom Cheers, then you're going to love Chaser's Food and Beverage, West 12th and Ellis Road. The friendly staff will get to know you by name and provide you with great food and drink and lots of smiles. Monday night, Dave Holly, our trivia, cross your fingers at Chaser's. Starting at 7 in this coming Monday night, the trivia theme will be Double Down, all about the twos. If that sounds like a repeat from last week, it was, because we never got to do the double down. So we're doubling down on the fact that Dave will do trivia this coming Monday. What over the past week made Dave laugh, guffaw, chuckle, chortle, giggle, smile, or maybe even shed a tear of joy? That would go to those great people that just make stuff up. Improv Falls. Now, while my sight was horrible etc. I could at least hear improv falls and I, you know, could put a hand down and the distance I was from, I could I could tell who each of them was, that type of thing. But you know when you've when you've gone through something and you just need a good laugh. And if you're ever in need of a good laugh, you see that improv falls is playing somewhere, go. You will be thankful for it. Coming up next, JAS Quintet saxophonist Joel Shotwell. On the Dave Holly Hour, get ready to unleash your creativity and spread the love. Introducing the latest art movement that's sure to capture your heart. Love. Artists of all backgrounds, it's your time to shine. Channel your passion and express the boundless facets of love through your unique creations. Whether it's a canvas masterpiece, a photograph, or a sculpture that speaks volumes, we want to see your interpretation of love in all its form. This is not just a call for art. It's an invitation to share your perspective on one of the most powerful emotions known to humanity. Love transcends boundaries, and so does art. Let your imagination run wild and submit your masterpiece to be part of something extraordinary. The Call for Art Love is open to artists all around. Don't miss your chance to be featured in a showcase at Serendipity Studio in Sioux Falls 
that celebrates the universal language of love. Your art could inspire, uplift, and resonate with hearts around the globe. Join us in this artistic celebration. Visit our website at serendipitystudiosd.com for submission details, deadlines, and more. Let your creativity radiate and be a beacon of love through your art. Because in a world that could always use more love, your masterpiece might be just the spark it needs. Call for art, love, where passion meets creativity. Submit your masterpiece today and let the love flow through art like never before. The Love Exhibit runs from February 3rd through the 24th. You can see it live at Serendipity Studio, located downtown Sioux Falls in the historic Shriver Building on the second floor. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics inside Oscar's Mini Storage. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items, too. TJS Ceramics offers classes, special open studio nights, and completed ready-to-purchase items. Bisque studio time or painting parties are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in person today or email tjsceramics at gmail.com for more details. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant program gives away several microgrants to local artists, no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a microgrant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssiouxfalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Microgrants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssiouxfalls.org. The Dave Holly Hour, like eavesdropping on a great conversation between two very interesting people. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my goodness, it is always so great. It is such a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire arts and entertainment. Always great to have a guest back from time to time. And uh, him, well, this guy's made a few multiple turns here around the wheel with the Dave Holly Hour. Yeah. Joel Shotwell, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you doing? Glad to hear that I'm doing well. Yeah. And it, it's great to have you. And, you know, here we are. It's Thursday and you're going to be playing this weekend. Yeah, we get to play with JAS Quintet at the Flandreau Crystal Theater. And that's what JS doesn't get to play in Sioux Falls a whole ton, uh-huh. uh, just because it's quintet and we do like kind of our own thing. So it's not kind of it's usually not in the corner background music. Right. Although we do it and we love playing with each other no mm-hmm. matter what. But uh, it's kind of nice when it's special in a theater because we get to do our True. thing for real, and yeah. and it's kind of the setting that that size of group was meant to be in. So have you played there before? We have. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, it's a I great was little a show spot. there once and loved it. Yep. Yeah. It's like one of these gems that exist all over the state. Actually, they, these a lot of these small towns have these theaters and they've kind of, people work in the town to keep them going or people will like re, revitalize them and stuff like that. Yeah. So, well, my hometown of Rock Rapids is hoping to do that at some that point. That would be awesome. Got a lot of work to go on that one yet. Yep. Yeah. So that is a fun place, the Crystal Theater in Flandreau. Yep. Yeah. And what's so great about it is you go out there and 
you know, the marquee that's still out mm-hmm. there and so forth. Always fun, fun time. It is. All right. So who will be involved in the quintet at this time about? The quintet is Jeff Paul on piano, mm-hmm. Andrew Reinhardt's on bass, Jim Spears on trumpet, Dan Heyer on drums, and myself on saxophone. All right. You know, I've, I've been thinking about this the other day because I was uh, listening to some golden oldies and there were some sax parts in it. And I know we always talk, you know, when you are around, it's usually we're talking jazz and who your saxophone influencers were from the jazz area and so forth. But are there some great solos on the saxophone that you hear from time to time in pop music that you go, oh, man, I got to do that? Yeah, I mean... Sometimes like in pop music, I, I, it kind of, there, there's only like a couple that really where I get that feeling where you're saying like, oh yeah, I got to do that. And mm-hmm. one of them is like, you know, Wayne Shorter's solo on Asia, Steely Dan. Oh, right. That, when I heard, I was, that totally helped open my mind to the idea of like more pop saxophone in a way, but it's hard. Like I, I, I totally respect it. And part of it is like, I, when I, when I do and I've tried to practice it and mimic that sort of style. I don't really quite feel right, like it connects with me very yeah. much. Not that it it never bothers me either. Like every time I hear it, I'm like, that is pr- absolutely perfect. No one should ever ask me to do that. <laughs> like I can't. Like I like it's like I don't find comp- I'm not compelled to like work right that towards that. Well, but yeah, there's like at, like Tom Scott. Like the stuff he does, he's done tons of stuff and I'm sure you've heard Mm -hmm. him. Like he was on all sorts of eighties records and does solo stuff. And every time I hear him, it's usually, he was on that Zilly Dan album too. And it's usually like, whoa, this is somebody who does this the best as they can. It's like, is it loot to back? And I think uh, on on SNL, like, holy crap, like that's insane. Like, and I just can't, it's like an attitude, right? Like, and I admire it and respect it, but I don't have that sort of attitude, but to answer your question yeah that wayne shorter one is the only one that's really got me where i'm like oh like that's i have to yeah i would (laughs) i would love to be in those shoes you know (laughs) all right but in the meantime in the shoes that you are in jas how many years you guys been around now wow hmm people it's probably kind of like cliche to to say like oh i'm not quite sure or yeah, but I actually am. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to think like probably 15 years. Uh, we've, That's awesome. We've all been playing together for mm-hmm. probably close to close to 20 years, like in some aspect. Right. The JAS was an accident, kind not an accident. We put the five of us together for a reason, but, you know, it became JAS and then it kind of just stuck that way like those things do because uh, why not? Like, oh, we've been using it. Let's just use it. So within that particular configuration of those five guys, it's probably been 10 to 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And uh, how many, you still call them an album? I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And well, we do other and stuff you, too. But... You know, because you've got one up in a frame even up yeah. there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Wow. And, that's and awesome. now I actually have I a, that. a turntable that I can play shit on. Sweet. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I, yeah. So, I so lost. how many how many albums? Have oh, you yeah, been putting out then. Well, we've done as a band together too, but we've also done on an album we played with Jamie Lynn on. That was hers. We played mm-hmm. on like half of one of hers. We've also done little recording projects for for little things, not like full albums. So, and there's always stuff on the horizon. 
or ideas like, oh, we could do this or we could do this. You know, when we do a, an album with the JAS quintet, it is a true jazz quintet and we, it's meant to be live. So right. the recording a thing like that is worthy of putting on a vinyl album. We have to do it in a setting where it's like, let's get the best sounds we can. So it's mm -hmm. a, it's a little more involved. So it doesn't happen as often. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not like, you know, people putting out uh, albums because part A was done in yeah. somebody's home. Part B was done and, and yeah. they all just find somebody to put it all together and go, oh yeah, it's a nice mix. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a cool way to do it too. Like my last album, we all recorded separately mm -hmm. and, and did it that way. And, but, but with the quintet, it's just a different thing. So. Right. But yeah, we've, we've been able to get some good live recordings of each other too. And that's been fun to listen. It, is this your favorite group to be in? I think, yeah. I mean, it, you know, because it, you, you play in a variety of different I do. bands and so forth. It's hard to say that like the favorite, but it definitely feels the most comfortable and at home and the every most single, personable, the most, yeah. And I mean, all the groups that I tend to play with because I'm really picky, I don't, it really matters to me where I spend my time, you know, like, and, and I know that sounds like really stuffy, maybe, I don't know, but I don't, I don't want to leave my family right to go spend time with people I don't yeah. love, you know? <laughs> so like when I play with, you know, anybody else, the Hags, John Bakken, now I've played with some and, and, and other groups, it's always going to be people that I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm all in, but JS definitely feels like the most, when we play together, it's like, oh Yeah these it matters that we've mm -hmm. been speaking to each other in a musical way for 10 to 15 years what do you like about everybody that's in your group well i don't like them no <laughs> <laughs> not, not a feeling you nothing, love them but yeah. nothing those dirty <laughs> bastards no <laughs> do you want me to tell you who, what i like best about each one of them that would be wonderful okay okay i like that idea okay yeah. So as a professional, on a, on a professional level, I'll start with Andrew and then I'll talk about their personal. Okay. Okay. So Andrew would be on the professional level. Obviously he, he plays upright bass and electric bass. Really, really good. Professional level too. He can communicate really, really, really well. In fact, like a lot of times I have to, I run things through him or bounce ideas about communication off of him because I feel like that's probably one of my weakest points. And then he has a lot of experience that way. Also, like if something goes wrong in a musical setting, especially when it comes to technology or any setting mm -hmm. musically, which happens all the time, you're setting up, you're sound checking, things are going wrong. He can usually kind of burrow in right. and figure those things out. And he, and he does Diagnose a good job. And, yeah. Okay. On a personal level, he's, he's just, you know, we've, we, we camp together. I go stay at his cabin, uh -huh. you know, like, or we're raising children and, and we bounce, we talk about those. We have cigars. Yeah. I mean, I just like his honesty. So Jeff, Jeff Paul, the piano player on a professional level, he's, he's one of the most interesting piano players that I've ever played with. He can, because he is open and we've done this for so long and he's patient with someone like me, how I, that's how I feel is he's been patient with me along my growth, you know, and I know he doesn't feel like that, but, but not, doesn't feel like he's fathering or right. anything like that. But you know what I mean? Like, but you I'm feel trying to be overly being, humble. Right. Yeah. I feel, and I feel comfortable taking risks, but he likes 
that and he'll go there and he and we can kind of discover it what's fun is that you know we all tend to go have our own dialect so professionally man he he listens so closely he knows exactly where i am in a musical phrase or idea even if i'm abstract i feel like he knows what kind of abstraction mm-hmm. i'm drawing from tech like just as far as like theoretical ear knowledge like also if i'm moving in a pattern that's like logical but not typical he knows what that sounds like mm-hmm. and he goes there with me that's the whole point of the music you know like there's a reason why some people play together all the time because they right. figured each other out you know so he i feel on a professional level that's jeff and he brings a lot of music to the table uh personal level same thing with we have cigars you know i went and saw his concerto try to get as close as i could i made jokes that me and riley were gonna my daughter were gonna throw things at him and, <laughs> uh, anyway yeah we we just are good good friends which is you know will be a common theme with every member of the and band he, ha- he has a a fine collection of hats too great collection of hats yeah. and, and i like his like kind of just passion about different things other mm-hmm. than music because it's nice to know that i'm not the only weirdo out there that likes to obsess over other yeah. things you know well, you talk about the professionalism of those two especially andrew and jeff being in the south dakota symphony orchestra as well and uh, you absolutely know, the, the knowledge that they have from from that and you know and by the way jeff is usually playing like an oboe or something <laughs> yeah when it comes to that yep so you know that it's the knowledge of other instruments it's the knowledge of how music in a classical way Mm-hmm. Can be put together, but by the same token, doing jazz and how it uh, can be improved. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. He, I mean, the more you know of any about, the more you know, the better your ideas are. I, yeah. You know, like, and it can come from any place. You know, musically or outside of that. I think it's that's really cool to know people like that. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Dan Heyer. Oh yes, okay. drummer Dan. Yeah, drummer Dan. Professionally, like, you can always leave it up to Dan. Like, you know, like I have ideas, like a lot of times, you know, everybody works a little differently. And and what I noticed first with Dan professionally is that I used to maybe, and I don't know, you never know how you come across, but I used to be like, oh, I was thinking about drums like this. Maybe this could work. But with, with Dan, I can just say, oh yeah, it's kind of like faster and like, just kind of like throw like real abstract and then just know that he's going to kind of start tweaking that and i don't need to interject i just know that eventually he's going to stumble on something that i could have never fathomed and that'll be way better and every single time that seems to be the case i'm like oh damn and then he also (laughs) like has the ability which this is what i really love everybody in the band but but the drummer can dictate a lot in a band like Mm -hmm. the drummer is basically in charge i think when we're performing especially in this aspect because he has the most power but dan isn't afraid and he's good at changing on the spot like we it's we don't always play our tunes the exact same way in fact we sometimes we play them very differently and a drummer can impede that if a drummer doesn't want to go where we're going then we're we're stuck going where he goes you know we could fight it but it's all so dan has great I mean, and obviously he's a great drummer too, and all sorts of styles. I like Dan too, because me and him go work with schools in the area too. Like band directors will hire us right. 
and we'll come work with their band Clinicum for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And Dan's really good at that. He can take the rhythm section and he has great advice. And we work good as a team because we're kind of like go at it different angles. Personally, yeah, he's he's raising a daughter and and last snow day last year, like he came over and played Ninja Turtles with us all day <laughs> um, on the Nintendo Switch, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, nothing like knowing a military man that uh, <laughs> plays that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, and he's just sweet. He's always so chill. Yeah. Uh, like he like he, he handles things well, where I tend to get emotional. I let my emotions take over me sometimes. And then last but not least, Jimmy, on a professional level, we've like pretty much one of the first guys I played with when I moved back to Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. like on uh, first guys that I was like, kind of like, Oh, this, this guy is like, knows how to get gigs. And, and so, or he's like showing me that, Oh yeah. If I, if I hustle too, I could probably do stuff also, you know, like, so I felt like I learned from him that way. And musically we have grown up together in very formative years of our development. So which on a professional level is really interesting and rare. And, and I, and I never take it for granted that, and it's funny and we laugh, but it's also like a freaking miracle because we can do things wrong at the exact, we often will do it wrong at the exact same time, the exact same way. Rarely does one of us make a mistake, not with the other person. And it's weird as hell. It's like, We've never played it that way before, but we did that time and we did it exactly together. <laughs> when we're playing next to each other, we breathe together. It's like a unit because we play wind instruments too. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's really compelling and it's a reason why we, people like this do it all the time. You know, like when you have a connection that deep, it's really amazing. Like, you know, you get like, it's almost like a form of like, group meditation but with him it's so odd because there's a clear thing happening that you could, no science could explain i don't think today you know what i mean right well quarks you know we know the, that the word chemistry is you know, yeah yeah that's the thing so there's magic we know that you know with some physics or whatever like you know you can alter a quark here and it will alter the quark uh, across the world or anywhere in the universe like that has to be happening on a musical level. And I don't mean that lightly, but something like that has to be happening. There's no other explanation for it unless our, the processing in our brain is just right. that amazing, which it might be. Who knows? Yeah. And what I love about it is the fact that uh, you've uh, mentioned, you know, uh, here's these guys that they they can impede it. They can take it a certain way. And then you're going, OK, all right. And follow along. But all of you have this trust amongst each other mm-hmm. that. It's going to be great no matter what. Yeah. Yep. And you, you talk about, you know, never playing a, the song the same way. What are rehearsals like? Or do you guys not have to worry about rehearsal because you've all been doing it enough and you know what you're coming to the gig with? It kind of depends. Like if it's, we got together before we went West River this summer for a rehearsal because we hadn't played some of the tunes. We were trying new tunes out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a matter of whoever wrote the tune just kind of wants to know what it feels like in that context. So we'll rehearse when there's new material like that, or if it's been a while, you know, mm-hmm. or like if we can like just get together to play some new stuff, we will do right. that. We generally don't, unless we have a guest, like we had Andrea um, Ross. Yes. Oh. She, she sang with us for the SDPB thing. So we rehearsed with her on um, that way. We can get forms down 
if things are more like we have a guest, so we need to like, they're Keep not going to know structured. our language. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or like, we don't know what they're capable. Like we, we can do whatever, but we don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah, we, we don't really rehearse much, you know. When you do, where do you rehearse? Andrew's basement. Andrew's, okay. He's got a piano and nice, he's kind of got a little mini studio and a good space mm-hmm. room for right. it. You know, it's kind of like it's set up kind of that way. So it's pretty nice. Yes. Just down the street. I know, right here in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We talk about that often. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should tell you sometime when you're, where you can come and watch. Oh man, I We're usually that. yelling at each other and like yeah. somebody will start punching someone else. Like I, yeah. Jan's After throwing everything drumsticks. you've said so far. I can. <laughs> <laughs> we actually rehearsed once, like in Annie Younger's studio, her painting studio, <laughs> and she had like a class there drawing, and she was painting us. She is working on this painting of us rehearsing. It's freaking amazing. But anyway, like somebody was was drawing, and we were kind of like in between tunes. They're like, "Are you guys always this nice to each other?" And we're like, <laughs> "I guess." I mean, this we're just talking, like you know, there's not like you always gotta you want to navigate, like make sure you listen to everyone, you know, like. Sometimes people like you know, I, I played with groups coming into town. Like sometimes you get, I'm not suckered, and it's good experience, right? But sometimes you get like a call, and some like there's a group in town. They're from Chicago, and they're doing tunes from I don't know what band, and you're they need a tenor sax player. So you go do that, and you go to the rehearsal, and the MD is just angry and yelling at mm. everyone, and like you're like, oh my god, don't screw up. <laughs> I don't want this guy on my ass. Yeah, uh, but and that I do want him to hire me again. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, and that. <laughs> But maybe, I mean, it's usually, I've, I've played with a few of those groups multiple times. It's fun. But it's also like, what a weird world to have to live in where you're doing music and have to be yelling at somebody. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think that's uh, uh, partly, I, I, I mean, we talk about this so often on this show, is the collaborative nature of the arts community here. Mm-hmm. Not the competitive. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm sure that when you do work with people from out of town that there are different styles yeah <laughs> i was thinking about that today with a friend actually the com- that competition we we have competition for sure There's, right everybody wants to get their piece of the pie but yep and everybody will help each other get piece of the pie yeah the, the idea of the competition isn't winning because there's no winning the idea of the competition is is like i was explaining this to a friend that's and you know what i think i've read this also in rick rubin's book the creative act if you haven't read it it's amazing it's one of the best things i've read in years and in one of the chapters a lot of that book just can reconfirm like some things in my head that i was like am i crazy for thinking this this is one of them that yeah i'm competitive i grew up doing sports all the time but the the competition is more like i don't i don't get mad losing um mm-hmm. it's it's the idea of that person just showed me what i'm capable of you know what i mean right. like when i hear another saxophone player i use this description actually i played in a trio with john bakken and dan hire in a trio open for us and Brian Hannigan was playing sax and he's a beast. And and I could have listened to that 45 minutes of him playing and thought competitively, like I have to beat him. But I was thinking competitively. I was thinking like, Jesus, this is amazing. Yeah, he's playing everything. He's, he's showing me what I'm capable of, but what do I do next so that it 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 complements that? So right. it told that the competition is good because it teaches you it doesn't matter if you're better. What are you gonna do that's yours? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Stop comparing yourself to others. Yes, it's you not. Know, learn, com- learn from others, but yes. you know, it doesn't have to be that you have to be the same as someone else. Yeah. yeah. And the Beatles and the Beach Boys did that. Yeah, true. Like they were listening to each other's yep. albums as they were making them. They're like, wow, this is, 
and, 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 and yeah. admiration, but then they're like, let's make one better. Yep. You know? <laughs> Look what happened. Just it, it, beautiful you, art. You haven't bought an Iwi yet, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> any, any plans to? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, yeah. Yeah, not, uh, nothing uh, wrong Hannigan's with it. the only type of person I know that can pull that off. He can, and it's great. <laughs> I think they're cool. Like, I played oh, one before, but I just don't, like, I love the I love the thing that the saxophone gives me too much, you know? Yeah. I, and I can't, it's hard for me to go to other, I play other instruments often but when i'm when i'm practicing it's the sax in my hand mm -hmm. because it's just i have a certain amount of control over it so i can orate what i'm feeling and it's hard to let that go you know i'd like to get a bass clarinet a good one really i love that yeah. and, I, and it feels close to a saxophone i right, right now i have in my house a contra bass clarinet which is six foot tall yeah and I'm playing it because they needed somebody to, because the lady who usually plays it in the High Plains Woodwinds is going to have a baby. And so Paul Schilf, who directs that, said, hey, would you want to play contrabass? And I'm like, well, can I, would you have one? And they're like, the group does. You can have it. And I'm like, oh, yes, I'll play it. I will. If I can have that in my house for like the next four months, which I will, it sounds amazing. It is the coolest thing. It's just, what? And what will that be a part of then? The High Plains Woodwinds. High Plains Woodwinds. And the concert okay. is, maybe I can tell you when that concert is, because some people may want to go, because it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, my wife plays saxophone in it. See, I did not know that. You didn't? No. High Plains, oh wait, April. It's a Sunday. Oh boy. Maybe <laughs> I didn't put it in. Oh my God, I better find out. Yeah. I'll have to let you know at a later date. Yeah, she plays saxophone in it. So... Well, excellent. Yep. I look forward to hearing that then, yeah. too. But in the meantime, uh, Saturday night, you will be at Flandreau, in Flandreau, rather, at the Crystal Theater. Some new music or basically some things you've uh, been doing in the past and just uh, revamped? or what do we Saturday have? will be some new music from my album, and mm -hmm. we're going to play a tune that Dan Heyer wrote and probably some of Jeff Paul's tunes that are new that right. a lot of people probably haven't heard, yeah. and a tune that Andrew wrote which is like, we've done experiments on it. We've played it, and every time it's one of those where we're finding it, and the last time what we kind of did something a little bit different on the radio, and it was really awesome. Uh, so a lot of new stuff. There won't Excellent. be much that people have ever heard us do before, probably, and mostly original things. Any uh, new albums in the works? No, not, not like actively, mm -hmm. but just personally for me, just, it's always a reset time right now. True. And it's hard yeah. to like, I feel like this just, just kind of waking up into doing work, good work again. It's, it's hard to reset after a big project. Like the last one I had, and cause I did a couple projects with Mark Romanowski too. Who still has to be on this show. Yeah. He lives just on the street too. That's right. But uh, yeah, there's, there's, there will be stuff. I'm just trying to figure out what. Okay. So, well, we look forward to it no matter what. Well, thank you. All right. And uh, so, you know the trick. You know, usually there's two questions that I ask at the end. But mm -hmm. since you've been on enough and, and it is a new year, let's let's kind of go this way since you, you led into it perfectly by talking about getting recharged and so forth. Yes. Are you a resolutions person or a goal setter? Hmm. No, I don't. I don't set resolutions because I don't want to set myself up for disappointment. See, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. I don't set goals until I know I can execute them. So I will have 
a possibility of a goal in mind, mm-hmm. but I won't commit to it until the commitment has to happen. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, for me, I'm, I'm one of those that I don't do resolution because you're right. You know, usually within two weeks, everyone has broken the resolution. <laughs> and then you, but if you have a goal, you get to the end of the year and you can mark off which ones you did and did sure. not. And then you can say, okay, were we, you know, overshooting <laughs> yeah. on, on yep. what we should have been it's doing good here on this one? Is it something that's still attainable next year? Sure. Is it okay that it's next year and it yep. didn't happen this year? And you can look at it in a variety of ways instead of beating yourself up. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and, like I like that. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the way that I go. But uh, you know, I, th- I guess I have lists. Okay. You know, so a similar thing. Maker, yeah. I guess I don't think of them like goals, but that's a good good point. They are goals. They're like, and I just look and see what I can accomplish yeah. and what I can't. And maybe they that like yeah okay yeah. I even, yeah. I even added that's a, cool. a new section to everything for twenty twenty four of work toward. Sure. Yeah. Not That's just, cool. uh, you know, here's a goal. You got to get this done or not. They That's a good idea. Toward. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's cool. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, but always look forward to seeing you on stage. Yeah. And, and the, the people that you are with, uh, obviously, are just top notch as well. So fantastic totally. stuff. All right. You did say, you know, you were competitive in sports. What sports were you in? I was in bowling, fast pitch, softball, football wrestling basketball oh. i would say i would have been in any sport that i could have i could have been in uh-huh. but there's some that just didn't work you know because yeah. you just only so much time i guess when you're I, a kid I and your parents you, only have so much money you know <laughs> I, I had you pegged as a wrestler oh really yeah. yes which i was as well that's yeah. awesome yeah. <laughs> we should wrestle you want to wrestle oh we can do it we're <laughs> down to arm wrestling at this age though <laughs> Thumb wrestling. And I'm, I'm taking a look at your arms going, oh, shit, I won't win. <laughs> <laughs> Thumb wrestle. We'll do that. Okay, we can handle that. All right. Joel Shotwell. So Saturday night, what time? 7.30. 7.30 in Flandreau at the uh, Crystal Theater. How do we get tickets and how much are they? I think they're only 10 bucks at the door. 10 or 15. If you go to the Crystal Theater website, I think they're on there. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm like, hot diggity. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... It's a great little venue too. Really cool spot. We like playing there. The people there have always been super cool. Um, So. All right. Well, looking forward to it, my friend. Thanks, man. And as always, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E. M-O-F-F-I-T-T or call 605-929-0964. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself, too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. 
Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Excel Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exocairos.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. He's jazzed to the eyeballs. Once again, here's Dave Pauley. Crikey, mate. Thanks again to my great guest, Joel Shotwell. As always, the biggest thank you goes to each of you. Whether you listen, download, share, follow, it all makes a difference. And if you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Besides information about the show, you'll find out when Dave Holly Hour Trivia is going on at Chasers. For all 214 episodes, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. By the way, use that search function on our website to look up when your favorite artists have been on before and listen to any of those previous episodes. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Serendipity Studio Gallery and Gifts, Chasers Food and Spirits, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffitt Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.